As if 2020 could not have more in store for us. Life may have been found on Venus. Scientists have discovered a certain gas that makes them think there may be more to come. Maybe we aren't all alone after all. Phosphine gas, which is only produced by microbes or human industry, was recently discovered in the atmosphere of Venus, the hottest sun in our solar system, and our closest neighbor towards the sun. Life on Venus? Maybe. As the Southern Baptist Convention sets to change its name to Great Commission Baptist Convention, perhaps they just found a new mission field. Venus reaches temperatures at almost 900 degrees, so I doubt anyone will be going there soon. Findings like this always stir us. What does it say about our world? Is it possible there are other communities out there? The Bible doesn't say exactly, but it is clear the Lord is good. He loves His people. He takes care of His creation. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus, and we're wrapping up a series we've been in all week called Closed Borders, Open Hearts in Cuba. In the next few minutes, we'll hear from people in Cuba, people impacted by the greatest revival in the Western Hemisphere. But first, I want to welcome Dan Warren, the director and speaker of our Spanish radio program, back to the program. Dan, you there with me? Carlos, I'm here. Thanks so much for having me again. (laughs) Well, Dan, we're in different studios, but as we approach the three-year mark early next year of El Faro launching into Cuba, I wanted everyone to hear a little something that you and your team have put together to encourage listeners in Cuba during the pandemic. Now, you're calling it 60 Seconds of Hope, right? That's right. Uh, for 24 weeks now, we've had this uh, feature called 60 Segundos de Esperanza, uh, Cuban words of encouragement from Christians on the island, uh, encouraging people to not fear but have faith in the Lord. I'd like you to hear another one now. This is 60 Segundos de Esperanza. I want to thank God for the fact that we always have a reason to be thankful. No matter how dark the situation, we know that God is with us, that He is in control of all things, and all things are in His hands. We need to take advantage of this opportunity to unite as the church with one purpose, to intercede for this nation before our Father. God and His faithfulness have once again been manifested in our lives to the point that we can say with the psalmist, I have been young and now I am old. Yet I have not seen the righteous abandoned or his children begging for bread. We can face this pandemic with the assurance that God is in control. I knew that whatever the results from the tests were, that God was with me and my family. You have a purpose in everything, Lord. And this worldwide pandemic is no exception. We can look at the situation and say, it's like a long Saturday. But we know that there will be a Resurrection Sunday for the Church of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Just one of many 60 Seconds of Hope features that El Faro has been using in Cuba to minister during this pandemic. Dan Warren will be joining me again in a moment to share how people on the island have responded to the All About Jesus theme that El Faro broadcasts every day across an entire Caribbean island. 
and we'll hear more from Cuban Christians as well. But on a personal note, there's something special about being part of a revival. I never got to Russia and saw that revival firsthand when the wall came down and the Soviet Union faded. I've seen revival in China after it started and also in the Middle East with ISIS. But Cuba is the first place in my life where I've been able to take part firsthand. To say it's spiritually exhilarating is just an understatement. So here's my invitation to you as we get started on this program. You become part of this revival, even if you can't be there. Send your gift that will be matched dollar for dollar to keep sending the gospel. Borders may be closed because of COVID, but the airwaves are open. And there we are a lighthouse of redemption broadcasting countrywide every night. Your gift of $100 becomes $200, or $500 becomes 1000 5000 becomes 10 Become a missionary and join the revival and what the Lord is doing in Cuba. Call us after the program and make your matching gift, and that number to call is 800-654-2836. 800-654-2836. Or become a missionary online by visiting our website at haventoday.org haventoday.org. Now let's get started with Aaron O'Donnell. Light of the world, you step down into darkness. Open my eyes and let me see. Beauty that made this heart adore Jesus 
can say it in English. Aaron O'Donnell, and here I am to worship. But we also heard it in Spanish. Dan Warren with me. What is that great hymn? Yeah, that was Vision Juvenil featuring Marcela Gandara, Vine a Adorarte. And if you have just joined us, you're listening to Haven today at a program called Closed Borders, Open Hearts in Cuba. Dan Warren, still with me in another studio, but I think we should introduce a special guest. He's the guy who really started us in Cuba. He gave us an invitation. He's a pastor himself. He's connected to the Cuba Council of Churches. He's been to Israel with us a couple of times. Do you want to introduce Reverend Joel DePico? Sure, Charles. Uh, We asked Dopico, as we affectionately call him, or Joel in Spanish, if he would just share a little bit about the situation in Cuba right now, but also in his own ministry as a pastor. uh, What is it that he's seeing happen, and what are the kinds of things that he's sharing from God's Word? The peace and the power of the living and resurrected Christ be with you all. Here in Cuba, as in many places in the world today, we are living in the midst of hard situations and conflicts. It's not enough food. It's not enough medicine. Many people is unemployed. It's lack of transportation. There is short of everything. But every day, more and more, people are coming to the Lord Jesus Christ. The people is more thirsty of the Bible than ever before in Cuba. Churches are reaching the communities, and because of the new situation, many houses and homes of Christians are becoming houses of prayer. Because of that, we are evangelizing more than ever, side by side with our neighbors. El Faro de Redención is a very important tool in God's hands for the revival and work of evangelism in Cuba. We are short of many things. But there is the most important thing that we are not short, Jesus Christ and His Word. He is our Savior and Lord. More and more people are now knowing Him in Cuba. So it's very important and very neat the work of El Faro de Redención is doing. Jesus is the one who makes us strong and safe, standing in solidarity and friendship and sharing one to each other in the same way that it was at the beginning of Christianity, when the church became the church 
in the book of Acts. Yes, it is not about COVID-19, but it's all about Jesus, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Thanks to Pico coming to us from a a resort city called Veradero, where he pastors a church, but he also works out of Havana. We call him Dopico, Reverend Joel Dopico, and this is Haven Today and a program called Closed Borders, Open Hearts. Dan, we are talking about Cuba and how El Faro is making an impact on the island nation. We've talked about Cuba. We've talked about closed borders. But as soon as those borders reopened, you're excited to go back, aren't you? And I'm excited to go back. Oh, absolutely, Charles. I can't wait to go back and spend time encouraging my brothers and sisters in Cuba and also just to be encouraged by them. You know, one thing we set out to do with El Faro was to be more than just a radio program. We also want to develop relationships and networks within Cuba. We want to connect the church in Cuba with one another, and we want to be connected ourselves in ways that strengthen the church by providing resources for this strong Christ-centered gospel ministry. So radio, pastors' conferences, Bible, Mercy Ministries. All of this together is our holistic vision for El Fado's ministry in Cuba. And as you know, Charles, it's bearing fruit. Well, we've been from nearly one end of Cuba in the west to all the way to the east and far too long sitting in a van going across potholes on a highway <laughs> in the Cuban countryside. I remember one dark night we were going to a town and I'm going to try and pronounce it correctly, Los Palacios? Yeah, Los Palacios, the, the palaces. There were no streetlights in this city. <laughs> no. In fact, it was dark. The electricity was out for the entire province, we learned. And the driver was a little confused about where he was supposed to be taking our van. Where was his exit? And we arrived at that old rickety bridge, wooden bridge, and we all... Well, we got out of the van, and he was afraid to drive across it. Yeah, if you remember, we found out later that nothing but bicycles and people walking had even crossed this bridge for many years. Yes, and I will never forget whispering to the group walking across the bridge. We were on our way to a church. How I hoped we found another way home. So we we did make it across the bridge. The van made it across the bridge. We got back in and, and, and we drove to a little church on the outskirts of town. The power was out. It was pitch black. Couldn't see anything but the stars. Mm -hmm. And we prayed. We just prayed, mm -hmm. Lord, mm -hmm. we've got people waiting to get Bibles and have a worship service with us. And as only God does, the moment we stepped off the bus, the lights came back on, just like a lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> just like a lighthouse. I, th I thought that was an amazing picture of what El Fado is all about. And Charles, just so everyone understands, Los Palacios, the palaces, that's on the western coast of Cuba, and it's the furthest point away on the island from where our signal comes from. And on a little radio, you remember, we borrowed from someone in Cuba, we were able to tune in El Fado de Redención. And you held the microphone up to that radio, this packed little church that mm -hmm. held about 300, but we had about <laughs> 600 packed in there, and everyone let out a cheer. Mm -hmm. There are just so many things we might take for granted, like 
tuning in a radio and listening to Christian music or being encouraged in our faith with a program like Haven Today. But that's not the case in Cuba. Mm-hmm. Votto is the only 30-minute program written for Cubans with music and teaching and testimonies from all across the island. Yeah, that's right, Charles. And it just makes me long to go back to Cuba and see my brothers and sisters there in person. You know, I often think of Paul's words in Romans 1, 11 to 13, where he's longing to go to Rome for encouragement and to see this gospel harvest. And he says, I long to see you that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to make you strong. That is that you and I may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith. I do not want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, that I plan many times to come to you. And all of the plans, Charles, we've been making have been foiled by the pandemic right now. But Paul says, I've been prevented from doing so until now, in order that I might have a harvest among you, just as I've had among the other Gentiles. Mm, How very true. But Dan, I know it's encouraging to you, as it is to me, that even with closed borders right now, that can't stop the gospel from going forward on El Fado. And like you've said, you can't sit on the front porch with pastors in Havana or give a conference in a small countryside village. But through El Fado, we are there. Mm-hmm. And I know it is mm-hmm. making an impact. Dan, what are some of the themes that you've been teaching on El Fado that's been bearing fruit in the country? Well, Charles, I've shared some themes this week that have been particularly well-received during this current crisis we're all facing from COVID-19, no less in Cuba. But another piece of what El Fado does is through El Fado, we've created a space for the voice of the Cuban church so that Cubans, Cuban pastors, church members, people from all walks of life who know and love Jesus can have their voices heard all across Cuba. That's part of how we fulfill this mission to connect the church in Cuba with one another. Paul longed to travel to far off Rome, but in Cuba, it's hard to travel one city over, let alone across the entire island. Many people never travel more than a few miles outside of their own town. And before El Faro, there was no mass media connecting the church and sharing their stories, like we've been doing through 60 Seconds of Hope, this theme of hope during the pandemic in Cuba. We're able to connect the church in a way that's never been done before in Cuba. Mm. Well, you mentioned that El Faro has interviews and testimonies, but can you just describe that a little bit more about what that looks like on the program? Yeah, well, I think of our Mother's Day series, for example. We gathered five Cuban mothers at the Baptist Church on the Hill. That's the name of the church, El Cerro. Five Cuban mothers, all believers, all at different stages of motherhood, from having a newborn all the way up to having grandchildren. And these Christian mothers, Cubans, shared their story and their wisdom. And very few Cuban Christians have ever had the chance to share their stories like this all across Cuba, not to mention stations across Latin America and the U.S. as well. That's just a really, I think, a really neat thing about El Faro, the way that it's able to share the voice of the Cuban church in this new and exciting way. Well, and what I'm so thankful for is... El Fado continues the tradition of Haven Today, of sharing the great story that's all about Jesus, but doing it in Spanish. What's the tagline that you have for your program? We say Christ from all of Scripture for all of Cuba, and now we say all the world as well. That's kind of our way of putting the all about Jesus message into Spanish. And it's exactly what we try to do week in and week out. So it doesn't matter if you're in the Gospels or the Prophets or even the book of Genesis. You can find Christ in all the scriptures and and preach him and preach him crucified. 
Well, absolutely. I mean, I think that Luke 24, as we often mention here at Haven, is just kind of our approach to Scripture that works no matter where you're at in in God's Word. Uh, Jesus told these disciples on the road to Emmaus, uh, he opened the Scriptures to them and showed them starting in the law and the prophets. The law would have been the Torah, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers and Deuteronomy, the books of Moses. So absolutely we can find Christ in Genesis. Mm. I probably say amen too much, but amen is found in Scripture, so amen, Dan. (laughs) We're almost out of time, but I hear you're sharing a a series next week on El Fado about Santeria. Yeah, that's a series we really pray makes an impact on such a really dark side of Cuban religious practice. It's basically a form of witchcraft. It's this unholy mixing of Christianity and paganism. And we interviewed people who were saved out of Santeria, and they tell their stories in pretty significant detail. We actually left off the name of one individual because the story is just so difficult and touches some themes that we needed to make it anonymous. But we also interviewed pastors from multiple denominations so that they could share from God's word why Santeria isn't the answer. Only Jesus is the answer. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Dan. You're listening to Haven Today, and we're talking about El Fado and the gospel going into Cuba. Sovereign Grace in English, as well as Spanish, show us Christ. And before we go, I want to share with everyone one last message from a listener in Cuba and how El Fado has been a blessing to them. Hi, my name is Elin, and I work with the Cuban Bible Commission. I am so thankful for heaven listeners and their love for my country for sending Bibles and now teaching the Bible and sharing our stories with listeners across Cuba and around the world. El Faro is a resource that had encouraged me personally and I know is reaching many Cubans with the gospel. Thank you for standing with the Cuban church and with El Faro de Redención. There are over 11 million Cubans and that's just one of them who loves Jesus 
and regularly listens to the broadcast Del Faro de Redención that covers the island every day. They don't have Christian radio like you and I have. But wouldn't you like to partner with us to help carry the gospel to Cuba through El Fado broadcasts? Become a radio missionary to Cuba and make your gift today. We have still available a gift that will be matched dollar for dollar. Whatever you can send will be matched for a dollar. We were so blessed to hear from one listener yesterday in Canada who was moved by the Lord to give $10,000. They live in Southern Ontario. I'm so humbled by this gift of love. Another person in Alberta, in the prairies, made a $5,000 gift. Thank you. Thank you, my brothers in Christ, for sending your gifts. But even if you can't give that much, not many of us can. Every little bit is used by the Lord in great ways. $100 becomes $200, $500 becomes $1,000. And even somebody sent us $5 a couple of days ago. And that will be used as $10. Every bit as much by the Lord. Would you call us right now? Would you help these evangelism fires to keep burning? And for the greatest revival in the Western Hemisphere to keep on, keeping on? Tell us your gift is for the Cuba match. When you call us right now at 800-654-2836. 800-654-2836. Or even better, come and watch the latest video that we have from our in-country team in Cuba and make your matching gift there at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris with Dan Warren. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again next time when again we get to share together the great story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with God, this is David Wolin with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Thirst can be deceiving. If you live at a higher elevation, you know dehydration can set in fast and you don't always feel thirsty when it does. It can make you nauseous or take the form of a headache. You can take all the medication you want, but what you really need is water. Thirst can be deceiving. And so can spiritual thirst. It's not always easy to recognize how deeply your soul is longing for the pure water Jesus gives. But you'll always find it in the same place. Jesus' invitation in Revelation 22 applies to you today. Come. Let anyone who is thirsty come. Let anyone who desires drink freely from the water of life. You can get Anchor Devotional delivered in print monthly at getanchor.com.